Christmas party season is upon us. Colleagues socialising together outside the workplace, maybe a drink in the pub after work might be the full-on Christmas party. If that's not the thought you like, if, if that's something you would dread, if the thought of being trapped with a colleague in a social setting is something that gives you the shivers, our reporter, Josh Crosby, may have an interesting precedent for you because he's been examining a court case in France where a man has essentially won his legal right to be boring at work. Tell us what this is all about, Josh. Well, Anton, you've pretty much described it right there. Look, for many companies, this will be the return of Christmas parties since the lockdowns, the stops and starts of nightlife. And there'll be many employees who will be meeting co-workers possibly for the first time. They will have been hired via Zoom and not only meeting colleagues, but drinking with them as well. So there could be some interesting stories coming out of work Christmas parties this year, maybe even more than just stories. But as you said, not everyone enjoys having to be cheerful and chatty with the person they work with. Over in France, a court has heard that in 2015, a man was let go from his job as a senior advisor due to him not being fun enough. They said that he was professionally inadequate and difficult to work with. Now, this came about because he said it wouldn't go for after work drinks and take part in certain social activities. So fast forward seven years and he's only gone and won his case that he was entitled to critical behaviour and to refuse company policy based on incitement to partake in various excesses. The man is setting a very valuable <laughs> precedent. I mentioned uh, the smell in the studio as a function of the uh, Moncrief movies and booze. I don't know if you uh, read it. Sean wrote a piece in the Irish Times recently about his right to effectively make people leave him alone when he's not on air. That he can do the jazz hands thing and the red lights on, but otherwise, leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. This is the this is a man that I can get behind. What, did you get out on the streets and talk to people about what they thought of him? I did, and I found a lot of credit out there for him, and particularly this time of year with more social occasions coming up and people strapped for cash as well. Here are a few people I met with on the streets of Dublin. I think it's like easier to, if you, to get along with them at work if you're socialising with them outside work. Yeah, so there, there are benefits to yeah. office Christmas parties yeah. and that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And free food. And drink. <laughs> <laughs> so. Do you ever feel like you're pressurised or you have to go along to these things or are you happy that they're on? Um, no, not really. Just be happy they're on. I think it's more like... If they invite you. If they it's like very good because like they want to socialise and meet with you. I don't really do it outside of work. I think I should keep it at work and that's it. We're good friends, but we keep it in work. Outside of work, not really. You're not going to be talking to John or Mary when it's not on the clock? No, not really, no. So what are your own views on events outside of work hours? I hate them. I don't, I only work with the people. I don't want to socialise with them. Simple as, so I don't go to anything if I can avoid You're sitting it. across with someone for five days a week. You don't want to be having a drink with them and no. trying to chat about no. your own personal life. No, I keep personal business separate. Very, very separate. Always. And then what about mixing alcohol then with work colleagues? You know, if you're first time meeting someone, especially now when people haven't been in the office over the last two years and they're going... It can go badly. You gotta, you can't, look, it's work. You work with these people. You're supposed to be a different person. You and I, be stumbling I, in front of the boss. No, I don't think so. I think you need to be curb it a little bit if you are going to drink with work colleagues. People, quiet people in work, you know, when they have a couple of drinks in them, they turn out to be, you know... It's want, always the quiet ones, yeah? It's always the quiet ones, but sure. I've been in a relationship for, for six years, so I've always been good anyway, that way, you know, but... Why, can, can romance blossom at these events as well? I've heard a few stories. I've seen a few things as well, but I won't be giving any names now or at you know. <laughs> Did he give any details off mic? On that no, one, Josh, no, no, he's been very careful with his words. <laughs> Big mix of opinions. You see... I would have thought, now maybe I'm, I'm disparaging you in this, but like, I like you, we get on well, but I don't think you've ever gazed across the office and thought, I'd love to take in paintballing. Do you know? <laughs> you, know you, you don't know my feelings towards you, Anton. 
Um, no, but I suppose, look, there is a mixture out there. Like, and you heard in that clip, some it's for some and not for others. A lot of staff out there are eager to get out and make use of the company's free bar tab. And if there was not a Christmas party put on, they'd feel half insulted in a way or that their employer wasn't grateful for their efforts and their loyalty. But when it comes to people feeling pressurised or a sense of guilt about not taking part, that that's wrong. And it's entirely their own decision to make if they want to spend time, money and effort socialising outside of work. Brito O'Malley is a partner in Hayes Solicitors and leads the employment law team. I met with Breda this afternoon and I started off by asking her, are many employees aware of their rights in the workplace? Their employers have an obligation to let them know what their rights are and that would include a range of things like dignity at work, that you've the right not to be humiliated, the right not to be harassed. So that's all part of what one would expect as part of the induction package when you start. So if you don't know, you ought to have been made aware by your employer. And now with Christmas party season upon us and in-person events returning, can some people feel uncomfortable taking part in social occasions outside of work? And yeah. what kind of effect does this have? Yeah. Well, to be fair, there are people that like to say work is work and, you know, I'm paid to do the job, I do the job and I want to go home and whether it's washing my hair or wa- listening to the toy show or watching it or hanging out with my mates, that's my prerogative. But equally, from an employer perspective, I guess they like the whole thing of congregating people, getting the teamwork vibe going. So there's a, a balance to be struck on that. But as an employee, are you obliged to go to the Christmas party? Absolutely not. The teamwork vibe, you see, it mightn't be everyone's vibe. And yeah. if they don't like a certain culture, but they want to remain mm-hmm. in that company mm-hmm. or doing the type mm-hmm. of the type of work mm-hmm. that they do, what advice would you have for yeah. listeners today? I guess if there's an issue with the culture where it's on the extremes, where you have something that's inappropriate, that's wrong, you know, something along the lines of harassment, that somebody sexually harassing, a bit handsy, you know, whatever it is, the people can speak up, go to the manager, or you can whistleblow about that. Now, you might say that's career suicide to do it, but in effect, you're entitled to speak up and not be penalised for doing that. So I would say that if it's something on the extremes like that, then you ought to feel free to address it. If it's more low-key, where really there's nothing wrong, but it's just not for you, I suppose the question is, is it a workplace that suits you? See, I've seen a lot of this over the years, Josh, where employers are starting to pull back out of the big Christmas party because there's a sense of legal liability Mm. and moral duty in respect of not only the party itself, but if you finish the party and they disperse into the city, are you responsible for them? Do you have to get them taxis home? When does the liability end? So what's, what's the best advice that you got in relation to that? Just as you're saying there, the way things have gone, like, and people are shifting culture as well, more healthy living, not necessarily going for that drink after work on a Friday. So I think in the future, as you're saying there, like, there will probably be fewer work events taking place in pubs and bars and venues and more team building exercise days, maybe including in outdoor activity or whatnot. But I also asked Brito O'Malley about the dangers or unwanted outcomes of the work Christmas party. Ultimately, if there's a work-related Christmas party and if things spill over in the literal or metaphorical sense into kind of unwanted behaviour, ultimately that tends to rest at the employer's door. So employers have a vested interest in making sure things stay, people stay on the wagon and they don't fall off the wagon over the course of the night. How can an employer help that? Well, probably cutting off the tab much earlier than you otherwise might and not to seem like a spoil sport but it's one hands-on way an employer can influence it also to say recreational drugs not allowed at a work event encouraging people in advance reminding them of the appropriate behavior that's expected all of that can help the situation and also it can help people that are there on the fringes and wondering will i won't i go it can give some reassurance to people that look there's people watching out for correct boundaries here that I'm actually in a safe environment and I don't need to feel as 
frightened as I might or as keen to just stay at home and avoid it. So encourage the party fun atmosphere but in a sensible, healthy manner. Yeah, I guess when you're out with your professional colleagues they are professional colleagues they're not your best mates they're not your sisters brothers mothers so in a sense there's correct behavior and firmer boundaries than you might have with others and it's important to recognize that just because you have a few glasses of wine or a few beers doesn't alter that the rules remain the same but see the interesting thing that i find about this guy in france joss is there's there's a lot of people who whatever the employer's uh, liability or responsibility there's a lot of individual employees who look at christmas parties who look at paintballing who look at team building extras and deep down think leave me alone (laughs) i really don't want to in in amongst all of the employer responsibility did you see anybody else who sees him as a sort of a a lightning rod for the resentment of being forced to socialise. I sure did. There was no shortage of people with this attitude. So, like, the court has ordered this man's former employer to pay him €3,000. Now, he's demanded a further 461000 in damages. The court is set to examine this now at a later date. So it will be interesting to see how this proceeds. And I wonder, will other companies be paying close attention to this or changing their culture? Here are some of the people I met with earlier on. And I asked them if they'll be going to parties outside of work. And can they understand? this man's point of view it's two completely different lives and you have to understand that if you walk with someone and you're good mates with them there for a good reason they probably don't want to intertwine that part of their life into the other side of it but a lot of people like myself who has never gone to a Christmas thing as long as I've ever walked anywhere you won't be going this year no no not this year not at all so are there people that can kind of bug you or get on your nerves at work just a few yeah. Could you see now why some people mightn't want to mix with them outside of office hours? Oh yeah, obviously. I don't see anyone from my work outside of work. And would you be happy to be going along to Christmas parties and that? No, I'd rather just stay home. They're all like in their 30s or 40s and I'm still like 19. So it's like, I don't really have anything to talk to you other about other than like that bitchy customer that came in. Can you see why some people just aren't bothered yeah. with it? Yeah, absolutely. Some people have want to go to work, do their job, get out, come home and just keep them completely separate and that's fine as well. Are there things that annoy you about your colleagues? Are there some no, traits? No, genuinely I think I don't have to see them every day and they don't have to see me every day, you know what I mean? So because I've a hybrid working environment so I do a day in the office or two days in the office, three days at home. So we don't, we don't, when we do get to see each other then it's, it's, it's more fun, it's more interactive then, you know. Well, when I, I'm retired now and I was working there was no problem encouraging people to take part in it. You know, there was always um, a desire to put the year behind us and just have a bit of a knees up at Christmas and never, nothing ever got out of hand you People know we were welcoming the free bar well there was a kind of a semi-free bar I wouldn't think we ever had a free bar but it was just a nice occasion you know there you go. People on the streets of Dublin sharing their views on workplace socialisation with our reporter and my future paintball partner, Josh Crosby. 